There aren't a lot of single people that we see out and about. And I think you need to be prepared for a fair amount of rejection. But I love this idea of finding a play partner, right? Mm -hmm. Like a fuck buddy. Welcome to Two Hot Wives, a podcast where two friends in open marriages explore the exciting world of unconventional sex. Hey hotties, I'm Ams. And I'm Kat. And we're the two hot wives. Tonight, we are talking about getting into the lifestyle as a singleton. Doesn't seem like that's a fit, but it it can be. You know, we've talked quite a lot about unicorns and manicorns and single guys, and that's a common dynamic within the lifestyle. And of course, if you're a couple seeking out a third, that third may very well be a single person. Right. And I think about like for men, they probably are mostly thinking of, you know, the hot wifing experience or or always being a third Mm -hmm. in someone else's relationship because they're they're by themselves. And I think it's a lot harder for single guys because a lot of couples are like, nope, no single guys, please. In fact, you'll see that on so many profiles that, that say, We're not interested in single guys. Yeah. This is a challenging route to take. But the reason that I thought this would be a good topic is we recently came across a comment on our website, (laughs) twohotwives.com, where Daniel reached out and he said, I'm a recently divorced 60-year-old male that just came out of a long-term marriage. Early in our marriage, we participated in the lifestyle, which is swinging for Mm -hmm. those of you who don't know it and had a great time and met amazing people then they sort of took a break for kids and and careers fast forward 20 years after listening to your podcast i have a renewed desire to get back into the ls and i'm interested in your thoughts about someone in my situation any suggestions or thoughts on how to get back involved without appearing as the proverbial dirty old man I would love to find a committed partner to share this wonderful experience with, but it has been a long time since I've been involved in the dating scene, let alone finding someone who is lifestyle friendly. There must be LS friendly women out there in a similar situation. The challenge is where and how do I find them? So this is an interesting perspective, one that, you know, I guess I really hadn't thought about too much being... part of a long-term married couple. Right. And I think we've always seen the lifestyle as being lots of married couples getting together. And there aren't a lot of single people that we see out and about. It's a challenge. Even the women that I know, the the single women, the unicorns, it is a challenge for them. Sometimes they encounter situations where the couple feels a little bit threatened by Mm -hmm. having a a super cute woman sort of enter the scene. Right. Um, So, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's not easy. And I think you need to be prepared for a fair amount of rejection, especially Mm -hmm. as a guy. But I love this idea of finding a play partner, Mm -hmm. right? Like a fuck buddy. Well, now, you know, people find each other online. Yeah. They're on all kinds of dating sites. There are dating sites for everything you could imagine. Yes. Um, And there are dating sites for people over 50, right? Mm -hmm. So- If he put that in his profile, what he was looking for specifically, Mm -hmm. I wonder if he might be able to get a few people to respond that might be interested in the same thing. Yeah. I I mean, I would focus on dating sites 
that are designed for unconventional Lifestyle. relationships. Mm-hmm. So Cassidy, SLS. Uh, yep. Field. Field. And I, I heard of a new one today. I've not checked it out yet called Three Fun, but apparently same kind of concept. It's, you know, focused on connecting people. With a third. With though. a third. You know, having received many, many messages from single guys mm-hmm. over the last couple of years, it is really hard to break through the noise. Well, the hot wifing episode that we did, yeah. I mean, that was like opening the floodgates. Once you say like, yes, we're mm-hmm. open to single men, mm-hmm. they all came running. Yes. And if you are not a dead ringer for John Cena with a PhD, <laughs> like it's it's hard. If you're a, a normal looking guy who's a gentleman and it's hard to be seen through all of that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat that. But this idea of finding someone that you can partner up with as a couple without having to like pay the water bill and the mortgage. And there's no reason that can't be a totally viable relationship. Right. I I think it sounds like a great idea. I mean, if you can get together with someone and, you know, sort of talk about all the things that might come up, create your own rules. Yeah. You don't have to be a married couple to do that. No, no. You don't have to be in a committed relationship to do that. Not if you both want the same thing. Yeah. I've even met a few people whose married partners are not interested in LS, but they're comfortable with the idea that their partner is out there as a single Mm -hmm. or with a committed play partner that they go out and have couples experience with. So you can be creative. Anything that you can think of, you can possibly make happen. You just have to find someone who sort of wants the same thing. Yeah. But this is the second time that someone has suggested I'd love to find, I'm a single person, I'd love to find a play partner. You mm-hmm. the first time that it came up? Adrian yeah. from Midlife Craving. That's right. Yeah. So we met Adrian, uh, who has a podcast called Midlife Craving, about three months ago or yeah. so. She had us on her show. We were talking about lifestyle, swinging, polyamory. Right, because she is a single girl, mm-hmm. single woman in her 40s with a with a daughter, and she's out there meeting people. And she doesn't want, I, I don't believe anyway, that she wants a committed relationship, a new, another marriage and all of that. Yeah. She just wants to have fun. That's right. She wants to have sex. She wants to have adventures. And she didn't know anything about the lifestyle. Right. So when I reached out to her, Mm-hmm. Um, she was super excited and couldn't wait to talk to us. Yeah. And from what she says, it sort of opened up a whole new world for her. And okay. now she's navigating this whole new world as a single person. Right. Right. So we had an opportunity to check in with her recently and mm-hmm. see how that journey is going for her. How is it going being new to the lifestyle and being a single woman in the lifestyle? How is she Um, successfully or not successfully navigating it. Mm -hmm. I I think, too, that we actually learned something, Mm. you know, talking with her because I assumed that she was going to become a unicorn. Right, right. But that's not really what she was looking for at all. You're right. It's a great example of how creative that you can be in this space. She Mm -hmm. basically has found a, a partner, you know, a partner in crime that she goes, uh, you know, on dates and meet and greets with, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. What an awesome way to approach it. Yeah. So let's let's bring in Adrian to the conversation. 
Today, we're talking to our friend, Adrian Hollister from Midlife Craving. We had a wonderful conversation with Adrian a couple months back on her show about the awesome sort of sexy single hookup scene that's happening right now that we sort of missed out on because we've been married this whole time. Let me just tell you that episode was one of my absolute favorites because you guys kind of like turned a key and unlocked a box and it's been opened. Nice. <laughs> Doors, windows, everything. So he opened Adrian's box. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> well, she did say that that episode was her first threesome. Oh, that's true. That's true. It was. Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> so since we last spoke, what what have you been up to? What have you started to explore in this space? Well, the, another big thing I was looking for too, because I'm really into parallel play as well. And I was on the on a mission to find a primary partner. And thanks to you, Ams, for telling me about, you know, sites like Field and Cassidy, um, I actually found one. So I've been very busy lately, you know, uh, developing a relationship with him. His name's Dr. B. That's what I coined him as. Nice. Um, I've been knocking things off of my bucket list. I got a sex swing, which has been absolutely game changer for me. <laughs> <laughs> I am like in love. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to have sex without it. I also kissed a girl for the first time and was really attracted to a woman for the first time. And that was new to me. I think since I've met with you guys, I, I know it sounds silly, but something has been opened, unlocked uh, for me. And I feel, I just feel really different when it comes to attraction. I don't know. It's like, I, I, I said, I was reminding myself of being Jasmine and Aladdin. It's like a whole new world, <laughs> you know? And that's how I feel. I'm, I'm out here, Jasmine on a magic carpet, just enjoying the ride. That's awesome. That's but great. I, I feel really honored to know that like our conversation and our follow-up conversation had such a positive impact on your sex life. It's awesome. An incredible impact. Yes. I've been having incredible sex <laughs> and I do feel like you guys helped me, you know, normalize things and make me just made me feel very comfortable. And I appreciate that. So <laughs> interesting to me that as a single girl, you could jump into the lifestyle easily by just, you know, either being a unicorn or like you said, looking for a primary partner. What a great idea. And is this someone you are going to have like a, are you forming a long-term relationship with? Yeah. I'm not in a place for a relationship in my life right now. And he, neither is he. So it's kind of the perfect situation. We do do more than just have sex, which is kind of interesting, but there's, there's no relationship vibes that we have for each other, which is actually really freeing and enjoyable. You know, it's all the pleasure and none of the bullshit. Um, and I'm loving it, but I will say I'm open and I'm looking, but I I've been having some experiences and sharing, you know, different ways that I'm meeting people. I don't know. It hasn't, I've been having a hard time finding someone you think it would be easy. Like, Hey, come let's fuck. But, um, finding that connection with someone is really important to me. The chemistry is very important to me. And I've been having a hard time, um, locking that down. So I found a primary partner. That's great. I found a woman and I actually reached out to her. I used my words, Ams. <laughs> I said, Hey, I think you're hot. I've never done that before, but I would really like, we should get together sometime, you know? And I knew she had never done it before either. And she was like, I don't really think it's my thing, but I've been planting seeds. Cause I know she's going to come back around. So <laughs> even if it's not a sexual relationship, you made a friend. Great. It, it, yep. I mean, it's really great to have another female friend who thinks like you do, who wants to do the yeah. kinds of things you Agreed. do. You could both be unicorns and other people's relationships for fun, you know, and, and be able to talk to each other about it. 
Well, I will tell you something. I, like I said, like it's this un- unlocking of the mind. Uh, I was telling her, I was like, Hey, we should go meet and get drinks this weekend. And she was like, you know, if we get drinks and I was like, yeah, I know. And I've never felt that way in my entire life about a woman before. I was so attracted to her and so into her and her as well. Um, so that was interesting for me, but it's fun and it's, you know, it's completely consensual and we both are on the same level and it feels really amazing just to open yourself up to that, you know? So, so tell me more about your experience with the dating profiles. You mentioned that you created a profile on fields. Are there other, uh, you know, so what, where else have you kind of explored, um, putting profiles up as a, a single woman looking for what, I mean, tell me what's in your profile. So for field, I actually synced my account up with my primary partner. So he's on there and, uh, we've been meeting some couples on there and then also on Cassidy. That's a great app as well, but, or, you know, website, but we haven't really found like a sweet spot yet. One couple was a little bit overbearing and, you know, sent messages like, Hey, we want to talk more and you need to give us more attention. And and I was like, I I don't have that time. Um, you know, we could play, but I'm not, I'm not going to be somebody you talk to all week. Uh, so that was a little bit, I felt pressure. So I was like, red flag, you know, and then someone else, it was like, he had a partner, but then she was shy. And then I kind of just got the vibe that he really just wanted to fuck me. Um, and just, you know, and I was like, I'm not looking, I already have two boyfriends, Right, <laughs> like right. a third is to play with someone else is great. But, um, so that's, that's been my, I haven't found that sweet spot yet. I have a friend who I've known for a long time. And, um, after our show that we recorded together, she came to me and was like, I'm in the lifestyle. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so it's been so amazing having her as an ally, someone who understands me, someone who gets me. And we've been having a lot of fun talking to each other. And I've been hearing about her and her boyfriend who had a great, uh, they had a foursome date two weeks ago and she was so excited about it. And I adore her. I haven't had the courage to say to her like, Hey, maybe we can play. And they actually invited him to a party this weekend, but I don't think I can make it. But that's a question I have for you. How do you approach someone? And it's, I'm nervous. Cause I'm like, Oh, she's my friend. You know, that's such I'm a so good new. question. <laughs> it's such a, and I don't think there's one right answer. I've certainly heard the phrase that you can make friends out of swingers, but you can't make swingers out of friends that it, it, you know, you run the risk of breaking that relationship. If you have mm-hmm. sex, I don't cross that line. Right. I don't, that's certainly not universally true. And I've met people who usually it's like, we got drunk one night and dot, dot, dot. Um, and it didn't ruin the friendship and they, they moved on. You know, I, I certainly think clear communication and a no pressure kind of like, I'm putting it out there. I'm not asking anything from you in return right now, but like, if this is anything you would want to explore, I'm open to it. And then you just leave it for them because as a couple, they need the opportunity to kind of talk it through Mm -hmm. and make sure they're Mm -hmm. on the same page. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do think you run the risk of making the relationship weird afterwards. So Well, and you could start by asking her questions. I mean, if she's been in the lifestyle for a while, she could be a little bit of a mentor to you. She could tell you, you she know, has you could, been. yeah. And, and, you know, questions like, how do you, how do you ask someone? How do you, how do you get yourself involved in a, a threesome or as a unicorn? She might have great ideas and she might even ask you. Yeah. But would you like, I'm asking Kat, like, would you, if you had a friend, was mm-hmm. like, Hey, I found out about your podcast and 
Um, I'm super curious. I'm super interested. Would you, as the coupled woman, make overtures to the unicorn? You know, it depends. Like I, I personally, it would have to, it would take a lot for me to cross that line right? because I wouldn't want to ruin a friendship by in- introducing that. So I probably would not. And then there you go. Right. So you know? I think, I think if that's something you want to do, you would have to make the, the overture and I don't know how good a friend is she? I mean, here's the thing. If she's already in the lifestyle, then they're they're They've had sex with friends before. Yeah. Most likely, unless they're really super one and done casual, almost anonymous. And I haven't met that many people who give off that vibe as a swinger. Usually there's a certain amount of friends with benefits. So if it, if you're interested in it, I would put it out there and just know that it could get weird. You could get weird <laughs> about it. That's actually yeah. from the other perspective, from the couple perspective, I would be afraid that because you're new, you might like freak out and never want to talk to me again. So if you can put off that vibe of like, I know I'm new, I, but I promise whatever happens, we're going to be friends at the end of it. That might be mm-hmm. assuring, like reassuring. It's kind of hit me in the face right now. I think that they kind of made that because her partner reached out to me and was like, Hey, I'm getting a room on Saturday and I'm just not sure if I'm gonna be able to make it. So they kind of already did. And she's a huge fan of your show and my show. So she'll be listening and she's going to be calling me or texting me as soon as she just hears it. She's going to be like, so do you want to play? Well, hey girl. there now. <laughs> and I, I know. Look, I'm using you guys as a vessel. There you go. There's all different types of ways. Do you want to fuck Adrian? Check yes or no. I know. <laughs> Passing a note in geography. Thank you email for that. Us and we'll email her. I'm learning. You know, it's kind of like date. It's kind of like regular dating. You know, it is, but it's a little bit more difficult because you have to have, you know, is Dr. B attracted to her? Am I attracted to him? You know what I mean? Right. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Well, so- and you don't necessarily have to play with her either. Right. Because right. Um, there's sort of a thing in unicorn world that they're expected to be bisexual, but they not, they're not they not all bisexual. So you don't have to go that route either. That's totally right. Yeah. I, I do think there's a pressure. Is pressure the right word for a unicorn to be somewhat bisexual or maybe just an assumption that a unicorn is bisexual, mm-hmm. but we certainly know friends who are not. So Ams, that makes me feel better. Cause I was actually just listening to your last episode on the way over here. Cause I'm dying to hear about the cruise and I'm halfway into it. <laughs> and you were talking about Mr. Cat's birthday party. And I was Ooh. like, Oh my God. Yeah. Sounded amazing. <laughs> uh, I was loving that, but it was funny. I was, I was laughing cause you were talking about you like there was, and you, I love how vulnerable and how honest you are. And you said there was a point where I was like, I don't really know what to do right now. And you said you and Kat were like in the corner dancing or whatever. <laughs> and I appreciated that because it's like, it's it's not an awkward moment, but it kind of is. And so yeah. I appreciate you addressing that. Cause and it's true. Like you don't always have to have all hands on deck at all times. You know, people think that. Right. And right. so I appreciate you. And I loved you talking about sitting at the end of the bed, touching yourself. Like, anyway, <laughs> it was, it was hot. Oh. That, so that is, a I'm so happy for you. Oh, it was, it was fun. Fun for all. You should around. be happy for Mr. Cat. And Mr. Cat. Was, I, know. I think He's, he smiled for like, he's still smiling about that. Oh, <laughs> like, he's so wonderful. <laughs> I have best wife ever points forever. Oh yeah. Yes. But that is a perfect example of three women who are not super bisexual. None of us re- would mm-hmm. identify as more than I would say 
hetero flexible or hetero curious. And um, we still managed to have a great time and not get in each other's way and not have weird, awkward moments. Just that like lovely female feminine intimacy that isn't mm-hmm. necessarily sex. It just felt like, yeah, like a nurturing sensual vibe, not like a, uh, I'm going to eat out her pussy kind of vibe, <laughs> yeah. which is just not us at all. Well, even right. in, I appreciate you saying that even in vanilla world, you know, we hug and kiss each other when we see each other. I mean, we're used mm-hmm. to being affectionate with each other. You know, we mm-hmm. don't have to go all the way down that road, you know, we can be in the same room and we can dance together and we can have fun naked and doesn't mean that we're going to necessarily, you know, have sex with each other, but we were able to show Mr. Cat a good time. Oh yeah, for sure. And it sounded amazing. Awkward <laughs> moments really aren't that awkward when we're all together yeah. having, yeah. having yeah. an awkward moment together. So say, tell me more about your, your kissing a girl experience. Cause that sounds like that was a, a, new thing for you, something new that you wanted to explore. How did it first come about? So remember on where I was, uh, you were on my episode, I said to you, and you, you taught me with the Kinsey scale. And I was like, I think I'm like a one, like maybe below a one. I was like, I'm just, there's no attraction to women for me, mm-hmm. but I started opening myself up a little more and I started getting involved in the lifestyle. I went to a swinger dinner. Uh, it was a ladies group and just met other like-minded individuals. I don't know. It's almost like your sexuality kind of evolves when you start doing these things. Sure. And so crazily, I was at my favorite dive bar. I was there with um, Baywatch. She was like, oh my gosh. She was like, I love your show. And she was like, you're, I was wearing like a crop sweatshirt And she was like, you're hot. And she kept like putting her hands all over me. And she was like reaching up my shirt. And I was like, oh my God. Like, and Baywatch was like, what's going on? Like, this is awesome. (laughs) And then I started, I just started just talking to her and she was like, you're really pretty. And I was like, you're really pretty. And I just felt like this connection with her. I just like loved her instantly. It was insane. And she was like, I think we should kiss. And I was like, I think we should too. And we started making out. And then we had to like break away from each other. Cause I was like, Oh my God, that was intense. And I was so turned on. And I think the entire bar started watching us, which made yeah. it even more hotter. And I was like, let's do that again. <laughs> <laughs> and so we did, and we were just making out like hardcore. And then I was like, okay, I have to go. Like, either we're going to go, or we're going to go play somewhere. I have to go because it was, it was a lot. It was intense, but it was so hot and kissing her was so different. Uh, she was softer and definitely more sensual. Her lips felt better. I don't know. I, she was one of my top kissers. That's for sure. So wow. it was amazing. Nice. I was very into it. I, w- I really, really was. I would play with her. Nice. Uh, I would definitely explore. So yeah, very. but cool. it also just gave me, it kind of like popped my cherry, if you will. And I was like, Adrian, you know what? Like, you don't have to sit there and say, you know, I'm not into women because you can be, and that's okay. And you can change your mind at any time as well. So that's right. It's it. situational. That what and yes. I was just gonna say that like <laughs> I remember early on uh, meeting a couple uh, in the lifestyle and we were still soft swap, right? Meaning that we weren't mm-hmm. having penetrative sex with other couples, and they were like, "Yeah, we're full swaps. We're situational," and that was very confusing to me and Mr. Ams. Like the idea, what does situational mean? Like how do you approach someone who's like situationally full swap, but? What I think that speaks to is 
context is important, individuals are important, and labels are less important than you think they are. You like Absolutely. don't get so caught up in the labels of I'm bisexual or I'm not bisexual, I'm full swap. Right? If you're full swap, that doesn't mean you're going to fuck everybody all the time. And if you're mm-hmm. bisexual, that doesn't mean that you're going to want to be with every woman you meet. And if you're like, it's all spectrum and in context and what's going on in your head at the time. And uh, yeah, don't get so caught up in whether you are or aren't one thing. Can I tell you something? That's one of the things that I love about the lifestyle. And even Mm -hmm. though I'm, you know, dipping my toes still, I feel so comfortable and to know that there's no societal norms pressured on me and to know that I'm accepted. And the best thing of all is I can be unapologetically myself. I can make out with a beautiful woman at a bar one night and then I could, you know, suck two dicks the next day. And that's just <laughs> what I'm doing, but I'm not judged for it. And that's right. what I love about this culture. It, yeah. it really, this is the place for me. I felt that. And like I said, like meeting with you guys and interviewing with you guys and becoming friends with you gals. Uh, it's been life-changing for me. It really has. Wow. That's awesome. So that's so mm-hmm. great. That's so awesome. Me and my pussy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome. Let me tell you, <laughs> you're, you're both welcome. <laughs> yes. Thank you. She has a mind. She has a mind of her own. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, they do. So uh-huh. I'm a little curious. So it mm-hmm. seems to me, correct me if I'm wrong, that you've put a profile out there with the primary with the primary uh, objective to find a primary partner, like a, a, a guy so- you can play with in the lifestyle, but you haven't really explored the idea of putting a profile out there strictly to be a unicorn, correct? I have not, but I'm open to it. I kind of felt like I want to get into things more with a partner. And I, I think I told you on sure. the last uh, episode, parallel play is something I'm really into. Uh, and also I love dicks. The idea of two dicks first sounds amazing, but the idea when you talk about, you know, that middle initial having all the attention and the unicorn, that is what it's all about. That's very intriguing to me. Well, and the fact that your primary partner is not a, a primary relationship means that you can really do whatever you want. Yes. And he's fully open. I will tell you the one thing I really like about him is we have incredible communication. That's something that's very important. Um, and he and I discuss everything and I won't do anything without telling him. Cause you know, I still have Baywatch in my life. So I mm-hmm. told him, you know, three weeks ago, Baywatch is coming to town. Uh, and he's fully open and, uh, accepting of it. And he understands and he doesn't mind or bother him at all. So that's great. And vice versa, you know, like if he meets someone or, you know, we have that, we have that respect and loyalty for each other first, and then we play, you know? So it's now, been does, really nice. I feel so lucky. Does Baywatch <laughs> know about him? He does. Yeah. Okay, good. But That's you know, great. Baywatch is, Baywatch is 26 years old. Uh, there's definitely a different level. And that's one thing I will say about when you're entering the world and becoming, and, you know, getting into the lifestyle, it takes a level of maturity, I feel mm-hmm. like, and a level of openness and, being okay and understanding and accepting of others. I feel like if you don't have that open mind, you're not going to succeed here. So that's key. And, you know, you don't get put, you don't get upset or discouraged when something doesn't go your way. Like that couple that was really pressuring us for more attention. It's can be, you know, you're like, oh man, do I really want to put the effort into this? But I'm like, no, dust yourself off, keep it moving. And that's a maturity thing. You know, I'm not going to take it personally. I'm just going to keep moving. Um, Cause it does, it takes effort you know, on your part to make that magic happen. But once you do, I know it's going to be worth it. That's really reminiscent of what we went through in the beginning too. I mean, we, we 
went through a lot of profiles before we started really finding the the connections. And I think, you know, you start to learn the little phrases that maybe clue you in that that's not a match for you. Like when they want more attention, you're like, "Hmm, they're probably really nice people. And for another Mm -hmm. couple who wants to give them that attention and wants that same level of attention, they're going to be a great match, but that's not a match for me. Yeah. Right. Yes. And I th- you make a really good point about you need to be a fucking grown up to be in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I've often wondered kids that are in their twenties, I'm going to call them kids, kids in their twenties, mm-hmm. uh, like, are they mature enough to, uh, you know, handle when things go sideways, which happens is their relationship mature enough. And, and, uh, you know, to your point, Adrian, it does not have to, you don't have to be a long-term married couple to enter into the lifestyle. You can meet someone with similar values and, and be open and transparent and set up the rules that work for the two of you, but that Mm -hmm. takes a level of maturity. Um, so I think you hit the nail on the head. And to be honest with you, a lot of that credits to you guys and you giving, you know, what you're putting out there and helping other people, like just saying little things like Adrian, use your words, mm-hmm. you know, cause I remember being like, how are they going to know what I want? And you're like, you fucking tell them. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and even if we're all at a party, right. And someone, you know, and if I don't, I don't want to do something, I don't have to. And, you know, like, I think that's one of the things I debunked on my show is people think of swingers, the lifestyle or non-monogamy. They think, you know, everyone fucks everyone. That's not the way it is at all. It's honestly, it's almost thrilling. And so amazing how you can kind of pick and choose what you want to do. I mean, that's the way it should be anyway, but people, people don't realize that it's so simple that they don't realize, you know? So I love learning from you. That's for sure. Oh, it's great. It's such a love fest. I love this. Awesome. <laughs> but I have a question. So I remember Ams, I think you said, or Kat, I can't remember. You do not have any play on the first date. Like, do you have any standards for when you first meet a couple? Well, we, we like to make that rule just because it takes the pressure off. If you think you might or might not play, then you feel like you're going to hurt their feelings. If you go, oh, well, we need a minute to talk and no, we're not going to play tonight. Then they're going to be like, oh it doesn't give you a good out. So by having a rule that you don't play on the first date, it gives you an out. It gives you a nice Mm -hmm. way to, to part ways. And then you can send that, that message right away. We always recommend you do it right away. You know, I really didn't feel there was a romantic or not romantic, but you know, um, I really didn't feel there was a sexual, there was sexual chemistry, but Mm -hmm. you're really great. And we'll probably see each other out and about. Okay. So this is good for me. So your rule, I mean, your advice is to give immediate feedback. Oh yeah. yeah. Like how soon? Well, especially, well, <laughs> on the so, drive home. No, so if you're driving though, <laughs> the, the, the corollary to, to Kat's statement is be prepared just in case you want to break your rule. Right. So bring okay. your, your condoms, bring your swinger bag, make sure that you, you know, shaved ahead of time, just in case, because if, wear your pretty underwear. Right. So uh, I don't so wear underwear. Of, there you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> So, you know, set the expectation. Hey, this is a no expectations, drinks only chance to meet each other. But like, you know, you can break your rule. You can break your rule. You just can't tell them. You just can't tell them that you might break your rule. Because then if you don't break your rule, they're going to wonder why you didn't break your rule. Why you didn't break your rule. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So, so be prepared. You gotta be, gotta be secret. Mm Yeah. So it's, it is more about just save, saving face for them. Like it's hard to look someone in the eye and say, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. So mm. sending that message, especially if it's a no, sending it 
right afterwards so that they're not in suspense. Or, you know, if you wait and they send the message back, that's like green light, then you have to turn them down. So it just, if, if it's a no, I would get it out as quickly as possible. If it's a yes. Okay. This can be it's the most slower. kind thing to do. That is great for me. Okay. So I have another question. So let's say we had our first date. It's green, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I learned from you that I have been loving is the you know importance of lighting. So I installed LEDs <laughs> on the back of my bed. I got like a galaxy light and Dr. B and I've been fucking in the sex swing with the galaxy light on. I'm like, Ooh, fuck sexy. yeah, cat nams. Look at me. <laughs> You got to have the music too, of you right? all the time. I have, I have the music. I do. And so let me ask you a question. Where do you like to play? Like, where's the, where's the mm. place you play the most? Is it the bed or what other suggestions could you give me? Cause I'm feeling like I want to have the swing involves like swing couch. I don't know. Give me some ideas. Oh gosh. I'm a pillow princess. So I like being in bed. <laughs> I, I like, I like the playroom. I like the swing. Yeah. I love the swing. So I'm mainly talking about like with the other couple. So like, do you oh. like one of you's on the bed? That's about, yeah. Oh girl, Sometimes- I can get down anywhere with somebody, but <laughs> I'm talking about with a couple, like where, where do you guys like to play? Or do you have like, you know, do you say, okay, tonight we're going to go to the basement or, t- you know, how do you, I don't know. Like how, what's, what's your setup? Sometimes we're all on the bed. Yeah. It's a- Big king size bed. You know, that's mm-hmm. not unusual. Um, sometimes we do a little separate play where um one couple might be in one room and the other couple is in another room. Um think about that. Yeah. And and uh, you know, the room where we have our our little dungeon here, you know, we mm-hmm. can have the door open and one couple is right there in the other room in eye shot and here earshot, and and the other couple is in the um the playroom. So it just it depends. We kind of have a conversation about it. Hey, what do we want to do tonight? What do we feel sure. like tonight? Okay. Do we feel like separate play or do we want to all be together? How do we want to do this? Yeah. We use our motherfucking words. That's That's what I'll have to do. Okay. Well, and if you're exploring more of the parallel play, another place that is like so swinger cliche, but the hot tub is a great place to just kiss, you know, start the foreplay can happen in the hot tub. Sex in a hot tub Mm -hmm. is a Mm -hmm. lot less fun than people think, but, Mm -hmm. you know, starting the kissing, the touching, the rubbing up against each other in the hot tub, you know, if, if what you're looking for is the chance to see someone else having sex and have them watch you, the hot tub can be a good place to do that. It's kind of fun and sensual. Mm -hmm. And I think if a, if a couple's just starting out and they don't want to be quite as close as like on the same bed, We've also mm-hmm. done like where we've had a hotel room that has two queen size sure. beds. Yep. And yeah. so maybe you play separate and if that's comfortable, then maybe you all end up on one and you're still sort of parallel play, you know, for, for just newbies that aren't really sure they want to jump right in, you know, mm-hmm. you can, you can do mm-hmm. that parallel play. That's even a little further apart than like right next to each other. Yeah. That's just, a great, that is an just, excellent idea. You can go slow. There's no rules. Yep. I love that there's no rules, but I, I also, I, I'm a planner. You get to make, <laughs> so you get to like make to your like, rules. You get yeah. to make your rules. I mean, there's rules around consent. There's rules around behaviors and parties and all that stuff, but you make the rules of, of what you want to do, how far you want to go, where you want to mm-hmm. take it. Yeah. Yeah. In a lot of ways, there's, there can be more rules right? <laughs> because you can't make any assumptions. So you and Dr. B, right? Dr. B. Mm-hmm. Hi, Dr. Mm-hmm. B. Um, <laughs> You guys get to decide what, what is okay between the two of you for that night, for your relationship, for whatever. And it can change Mm -hmm. like the, the night to night 
sort of boundaries can change um, yeah. and whatever the other couple is okay with. So having a little conversation at the beginning of play saying, this is our expectations for the night that makes sure that nobody's crossing a line that, you know, you weren't comfortable with. You don't have the assumptions of what the rules are. You have to be really clear about what you're okay with. By the way, I have to tell you what my dream is. So my dream for my first, you know, foursome date is I, the sex swing, I would love to start in the sex swing. And then I was telling Dr. B, I was like, we'll have like a bedroom area and then also like the couch area. And so I just want to be like getting railed on the swing, watching other couple fuck on the couch. Like that to me sounds ideal. So I'm putting go. it out there. Now, are are you with the, with the guy from the other couple? Or are you swapped? It would depend. It would depend on what couple it is. Um, That's really good that you have some flexibility in your dream. Yeah. Because <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, well, you better find some really experienced, you know, a very, very experienced couple because that's very experienced. No, <laughs> no, I want to I want to see how you progress in in uh, in this whole world. I think this is really interesting. I think we took a single girl and turned her into a swinger. Uh, yes. I mean, kinda, I yes. mean, she, she, she went out so there and found a partner. I mean, you, you got on the stick. I mean, yeah. she was on the ball for this one. Birth of a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were the there unicorn. to witness the miracle. <laughs> I like I what mean, you it, said. I thought you said you got on a stick. She wasted no time. Right. I mean, I think no. she left, left your, our, our place and, and immediately put up a, a profile and found a, a, a partner. A bat signal. It's yeah. out there. <laughs> you. Awesome. No, it's true. Thanks to AMS. I I got myself out there. And I think if I could give advice to anyone, it would just be stay open and keep putting yourself out out there and trying, um, because there's others like us out there. And I know it's worth the wait when I have my first foursome, it's going to be amazing. So I'm looking forward to, or my first unicorn experience, which I'm totally open to as well. So, well, we want to hear all about it. You need to, yeah, No, I will share. Thanks. (laughs) We're going to have drinks in a month and you better have something to report back on. That's right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm on it to do. Awesome. (laughs) Well, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Adrian. It's such a pleasure to see you again. Let's like, seriously, you don't have to go fuck somebody. That's right. You can still come over. We can have drinks no matter what. (laughs) No pressure. Absolutely. No pressure, right? (laughs) Awesome. I don't feel the pressure. (laughs) All right. Bye, girl. See you soon. All right. Bye, guys. So that's our show. Thanks for swinging by. And don't forget, you deserve great sex. Now go get some. If you love the Two Hot Wives podcast, be sure to subscribe. And if you really love the show, rate us or give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks for listening.